Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. MLB is implementing a bunch of rule changes in the minors, and we are going to discuss them. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. As always, we're presented by DraftKings. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. Trevor. Wow, glasses. You guys both got like this very similar shape sunglasses on. I feel jealous. Trevor's got hat glasses on and BBD looking good with his uh, stubble uh, beard. Not fully beard yet. Plaid jacket. I like that jacket. We're doing, uh, everyone doing good? Jake, how are you? John Boy with the Not A Math Pod shirt, the Asheville Taurus hats. Outfits, we're back, baby. Doing well, man, doing well. Glad to have you home. It's been quite the travel for you. Uh, survival mode at the office. I was in charge, so I put Zach in charge. I said, Zach, I'm fucking panicking. Help me. Uh, and yeah, I've got, I'm rocking the hot boy glasses. I bought three pairs of them off Amazon, part of my fashion committee. So I've got these in the bag now. It does ruin my wake and Jake shirt. I do think that's hilarious though. I want, I do want someone on the subway to look at me and be like, what's happening Wrong, Wrong glasses. You look like a fool. So, uh, doing pretty well. Baseball hot in the streets. People talking about the face of baseball hot in the streets. Speaking of the face of baseball now stepping up to the mic, number 24, Trevor Plouffe. I got to ask the uh, fashion committee, are they okay with you shopping for your clothes on Amazon? Is that? Yes, Trevor. Are we doing that? Okay. It's 2018, just, man. Grow up. I, I, I'm I just curious because I've, I'm yet to buy a piece of clothing on Amazon and I buy everything else. So maybe I'll start to look. I don't know. Like. Check it out. I mean, you know, we... I gotta check it out. We did this online the other day, and they, my fashion committee asked you about a pair of glasses you were wearing, and those are kind of not in the budget right now, but these for 10 bucks are in the budget because the twins forgot to reimburse me for my work there. My boy Jake. <laughs> that is my boy Jake. <laughs> I'm happy to have everyone back, though. I know we all were traveling, doing some fun things. I saw a picture of your bare chest on the IG, Jake, and wow. It kind of got the juices flowing, and now you can see I am like, I got high tea. High tea for the app today. I am fresh off a plane. Jake went to a nudist bar. So everyone had good weekends. Did you go to a nudist bar, Trev? I didn't. Happy birthday. Not. Happy birthday to Olivia Plouffe, your queen. Oh, thank you for reminding me. Happy birthday, Olivia. She's not listening right now, but <laughs> I'll make sure to tell her that we mentioned it. She yeah. might be listening. We are live. Um, all right. This episode is brought to you by a bunch of special people. Hillary Wiskin. That's a cool name. Luke Hataka. <laughs> what was that, Jim? Hatakita. Luke Hatakita. That's a fun name if you figure it out. Yeah. Mark Eugling, Nick O'Neill, Weldon Will, Eddie Queller Aguilar. Oh my, Jim. <laughs> How would you say that? How would you say that name? I had a, I had a coach with that name. It's Quayar, but what is it? Roll the L's. Quayar. Quayar Aguilar. <laughs> Queller is that's a tough one. Jared Wells, Drew Kempen, Eric Branky. Owen Spino. 
or Spino, Eric Howard, Jeff Cronin, Serena Marie, Nico Bucero. Going soft C on that one. Maxwell Bond, Alan Davenport, Andrew Johnston. Those are our most newest patrons. Thank you very much for supporting us. Thanks, guys. You got me going today, man. Trev. <laughs> <laughs> The boys are back. It's a Base- lot of names. Baseball's close. We're juiced up, man. It's a lot of names. Good hashtag good vibes pod. If I'm people want to start man. putting the phonetic spelling of their names when they sign up, I'm here for it. Please, please let's start doing that. I, also, right? I, I got a good laugh. Or don't because it's the one of my favorite parts of the show. I got a good laugh on our last episode. We did the we did the truce. The friends truce, like nobody could be mean about our sleeper players. Yeah. And someone commented like five minutes later, I made a joke about how Trevor Trevor's kick his coverage. Yeah. Yeah. Olivia's too hot for Trevor. And that's, that's that consensus. That's not a being rude thing. That's just, I don't, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> did you see my turtleneck? Yeah, I yeah. did. Yeah. Pretty hot. good. Hot. That guy's unapproachable. You can't talk I, to Oh. I will say this. this like is, no, no one, when you were in that story. outfit, no one came up and talked to you, Trev. They did though, Jim. Wow, Listen, no. I swear this happened. LA. Any guy knows this is a rarity. Another male came up to me and said, "Dude, I gotta say, like he said this, your swag is off the charts." He's you like, "I'm, I'm very impressed with your outfit." Yes, yes. He I came actually, up to me. I swear he I said I was walking that past Yankee Stadium the other day <laughs> on my way to work. And a guy came up to me and said, dude, I think you should be an outfielder. Um, that's, I know it sounds like I'm joking, but he really did say that. And it caught me off guard. You but punched I was, him in I was the like, face? Wow. I said, hey, thank you, man. No, the com- really nice of you to say that. I was actually very much enjoying the comments on your Instagram today, Trev. I don't know if you saw, but Archer was in there. Couple other uh, MLB greats, Dickerson was in there, and they were they were giving you love. They were like, you know, not a lot of guys can pull that off, and you do. So, take credit for that. Thank you. I feel I feel good about myself. That's great. That's one of the yeah. keys to Thank life. You guys. All right, well, we got a bunch of rule changes that we're going to discuss today. They're they're being implemented in the minor leagues. They've. Uh, Provided a lot of people with conversations to be had. There's, what, six of them? One, two, three, four, five, six. The big one is the shift. We'll save that to the end because I think it's the biggest conversation. We'll start off with the one that I think we're, we will have the least to say. Um, in AAA, the sizes of each base will be increased from 15-inch squares to 18-inch squares. Least to say. Yeah. This I don't like big. it. You don't like it? Here we go. No, I'm, I'm serious. Like, I get what they're trying to do. And so... I guess we should mention what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to Please. avoid collisions, contact around the bases, <clears throat> keep everyone on the field, right? That's the only no, they're they would be increased doing. stolen bases. I think is what they said. Uh, that too, but also increasing st- stolen bases and action. Why would you? I, I, that, see, to me, that doesn't make any sense. You're going to make it easier, and and uh, and we're going to go on, and more of these rules are all geared towards that. But for this one, I, I thought like. I, if that's your reasoning that you want to get more people to steal and you're going to have more safe calls at second base, third base, I guess this works. To me, I thought it was more of like avoiding collisions around the base, especially at first base. And if that was the case, then I would have said, <laughs> we might have to have a rectangle base at first base. Because I don't think it should come closer at all. I think the 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 length between the bases is perfect. Now it's going to be a few inches shorter, right? 
Well, it's going to be... I'd rather just be out more and give more guys uh, a bigger lane to run to, I guess. It's going to be like a couple inches. I don't think this makes a difference. I think this... I, I laughed out loud when I read this one because I was like, oh my God, what genius suggested this? I had a very good image of him holding up a normal base and then holding up a base three inches mm. bigger. You know, kind of like... Uh, this is the future. Yeah. Um, could, honestly, guys, think about it, though. It could... I know it won't matter because everyone's going to be using these bases, but think about some of the calls throughout baseball history that would have yeah. been changed, especially with instant replay. Now, this might not matter if there's no instant replay, but with instant replay, I feel like it's going to – it could have altered some of Dude, baseball you know history. I love the Ken Burns documentary on baseball. Like, in, in the whole first 10 minutes or 15 minutes, there's waxing poetic about baseball, and I, I love it. And there's one dude on there, like a baseball story, who says – they just chose 90 feet, and it's the perfect distance. Think of how many bang-bang plays there are. And I want to tell that dude, like, if it was 85 feet, there'd still be bang-bang plays. Bang, bang plays. Think of how yep. many guys are out by a step. Like, <laughs> this, this, that's not yeah. like a – it's kind of uh, just jumping the gun there. It feels right. It's I just, beautiful. It's just something that people say romantically. It's the perfect it's, distance. Like, oh. It's it, it's going to change things, though. I mean, look, I just think of this. If a guy's on the fringe of being uh, an excellent runner and then, like, a good runner, the good runner is going to, like, jump up a little bit in the amount of times he gets on base. And I don't know. Like, they probably did some research on this. What does the two inches do? And I think some of the fan graph article you said you guys sent over said it's not going to change much. But in my mind, I'm like, dude, that it could change something. I, I can speak pretty it's well on what the extra two inches can do. And uh, it's it's going to be, uh, honestly, you're not going <laughs> to, I was just going to say, honestly, you're not going to feel it. But, yeah, uh, on those <laughs> on those bang-bang plays. And, hey, how about this? Maybe some creative slides. If you're a good slider, you get a little extra bag to grab. No, I, I mean, this won't be noticed at all. This is happening in, what, AAA? Uh, so but why are we doing it then? If this doesn't do anything, why because, are we doing it? Well, hold it's on, a testing hold on. ground. I absolutely Trav, hate this. No, it's a testing ground. No, don't be that person that it's gets mad about ground. tests. Like, test the craziest shit you want. That's Yeah, that's, but it's first of all, it's in AAA. So yeah. It's not just like in the Atlantic League or something like that. So it's in AAA, and if it's that close, that means they want to do it. I just You guys just spent, you know, the last – couple minutes saying it's not going to change anything it's all going to be the same so what what are we doing then so if it doesn't change anything they'll just be like all right whatever yeah i i don't put a second bag like softball if you want to avoid collisions i don't care about that yeah people would be up and only at first only Only obviously only at first people would be be up and people are up in arms about everything i want to say across the board all these changes i think are in great spirit of what they're trying to accomplish where the the one batter minimum i think was so stupid and just false, like spirit, whatever. And same with like can't step out. They were they were doing dumb shit. All of these, whether they actually get implemented in MLB or not, I'm happy they're testing them out and and the the thought process that they're having. So, but you know, some people feel like to be a baseball fan, you 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 can't uh, allow yourself to want progress or change. I'm in on the double bag to get people not running in the line. Like there's there's strategy to run. Inside the line when guys have tough places to make. You could almost get rid of that. With the double bag, it's stay outside I, the foul line. I think the only thing I'd be interested to see, and this is why they got to test it at a lower level, is like it would be the ground balls to first, right, that are going to hit the bag, which, hey, that's a few plays, but as we're talking about and we're implementing these rules, if it's kind of impossible to see if the ball would have hit 
the fair part of the bag or the foul part of the bag. I don't know, but I, I'm in on that because why? Why are we even risking that? Like, just go the 90 feet to first base and let's not worry about first baseman and and runners just getting. Like that's kind of the worst play in baseball right now. Yeah, a a, a runner sprinting to first and an innocent first baseman just getting ready to get popped. Like, yeah, I don't need yeah, that. Yeah, it's no fun. I mean, you have to position yourself the right way. You have to know what balls to go after. I mean, you could break a break a wrist easily. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's the the bases being three inches bigger in AAA. I don't get it. You guys want to go? I mean, electric strike zone. We we've probably talked about mm-hmm. this in the past. There. I mean, this is coming to MLB, and they're just they're just they did it in the independent league. They're gonna do it in low A, and they're just you know maybe it's in five years, maybe it's in two. Whenever they perfect it, and they think the technology is the same strike zone that they want. Like I know in the independent league, the strike zone was much different because if you threw a breaking pitch that just clipped that front corner. It really was never at the knees. It, it, it clipped the zone like on the way down before it reached the batter, so they had to change it a little bit. But I don't know. I mean, yeah this this Fangraphs article we keep referencing. We should give a shout out Brendan Golowski and Kevin Goldstein. Um, do some really really good thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, electronic strike zones coming. They have the over under as twenty twenty three, which man, that seems like a crazy number, but that's also. <laughs> It's two years away, man. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that develops. And um, I don't know. For me, I I still like having the home plate up, and it feels like there should be a challenge system. I I think that is the easiest way to keep the game moving and make this a worthwhile solution. And it's almost a little fun, right? Like if that 2-2 pitch is there, doesn't get called, and your, your manager throws the challenge flag and you get punched out of the inning, that's... That gets my juices going. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure one day in baseball it's going to be fully automated, but that's uh, it is going to be a scary day for a lot of reasons. Yeah, I think they're going to yeah. bypass the challenge and just take go straight to everything's electric. I'm I can't wait. I, I hate sitting with bad rules or bad calls. I'm not, I'm not sure how to feel about it. I like the challenge. I like what you guys are saying. I like. I like maybe not all the time because that would be annoying because they miss a ton of pitches, you know. But you, Jimmy, you also don't currently three. when they show strike zones on the broadcast, you don't think those are real at all. Just that ESPN one, like the ESPN zone. Oh, the K zone? No, those aren't. Those aren't. Yeah, like they're 90, going to be using 90, something 90, like that. No, it's different than that. They already. Been, that's what they used in. It's like what they use for tennis and shit. Right. Yeah. Here's what. Here's what people don't. Uh, aren't thinking about especially hitters i talked to a lot of hitters and they want this because they feel like they're getting slighted and they might you know an umpire misses a call they're pissed they don't want to get the call right the problem with it is yeah you want to get the call right but the idea of the strike zone that we have is not the idea of the strike zone that's coming with an automated strike zone and we we know now pitchers and the technology i mean it's all the tech in baseball helps pitchers very few things in tech help hitters like we're getting this vr thing where you can try to take some live at bats but it's that that's not close man i mean i know that there are some that are getting there but the ones that i've used aren't close we're gonna get these pitchers exploiting the strike zone big time like they're gonna be working on it all off season they're gonna be dropping that stupid ephus curveball to the top they're gonna do exactly what jim's saying they're gonna be aiming for that bottom portion where it just barely clips they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna exploit this and hitters are going to have to figure something out. 
Well, once and, and unless they get it dialed in where everyone can agree, I think initially hitters are going to be like, "What just happened?" I agree with that. I think they're waiting to get it dialed in to to where it's closer to what we're actually having being implemented now. But once there's a strike zone and it's basically like backyard wiffle ball or like how the wiffle ball is like, you know, like obviously it's a little different because wiffle ball is if you hit it, it doesn't matter when it crosses yeah. the plate. But if it's just like known, it's going to be such a better system. I, I agree. If it's if it's good and, every, and everyone learns it, I'm just saying initially it's going to be Initially, really but eventually when people yeah. learn it and like it's just, hey, it's we all baseball's that, played. Like this is the game. It's going to be so much better than dealing with what we're dealing with now. Well, and that's uh, that is the other part of the conversation though cuz as you know, we're we're going to eventually get to shifts and the the whole thing about baseball is that the game adjusts, the game adapts and you see the old Greg Maddox highlights where he's got who was it Eric Greg behind the plate and Maddox is he's in the other batter's box getting the call and now you you look at but back then anything above the belt was not a strike. Now the strike zone's going back up. You get that high fastball called up there. So that is that is going to be the crazy thing that they have to make sure you're right because if you're calling balls and strikes to Altuve and Judge, how does that zone work? You know, is it in their stance? Is it is it how they normally stand? That's that's going to be a weird adjustment period. And it's got to be different for everybody. I just, it's going to be – I left. It's, it's got to be um... – What's it called? Custom to every body type. If they're doing electronic strike zones, it can't uh, just be like yeah. a box. And, you know, I mean, they could be doing this the same with the pitch timer where, and we can combine them now, where where you implement it in the minors. So eventually, everyone that comes up to the it's majors, they know what they're dealing with. And some guys will get grandfathered in, and that'll be a tough time for them. But, like, the pitch timer, they've had a pitch timer in the minor leagues forever. So a lot of the pitchers that are coming up have faster tempos and play to that speed. One of the rule changes is that in low A, West, they're going to drop the pitch timer all the way down to 15 seconds. Um, currently, it's 20 seconds in double A and triple A. And I, I don't know, do you guys, I, I'm I'm in favor of this. Like, get, get them while they're young to start keeping this game moving quicker. But implementing at the MLB, like, you know, once those kids start playing with it, then it won't be a problem. Yeah, I've, I've played with it. I, I enjoy it. Uh, I think it's a 20-second timer that I did, and mm-hmm. now you, you, they're, they're taking five off of it to do 15. It's I think the game flows better. It it just kind of keeps you on your toes. I don't think you you don't really notice it a ton where you're like, wow, this is going really fast. But at the same time, there is a, a better pace. I will say this. It's not very show. Mm. Like, I know you guys love, like, these at-bats, like, when these long at bats and you got the hitter and you can tell he's thinking along with the pitcher and you got the catcher and the pitcher trying to get on the same page and there's batting gloves being, you know, like those real show at bats that you can't have them anymore. Well, they can still like step out to reset the clock and stuff. Like there's still gamesmanship. The umpires, like, yeah, the umpires think of like the are pitchers you love. Right? Then they're going to nip that in the butt eventually too. Like the, the goal of this is to keep it moving and yeah. it's, it is needed, man. It's, it, it's really neat. I mean, we're, you know, we, do baseball stuff for a living at this point. And there's times, man, when that relief pitcher comes in, that hunky dude who's got to be perfect and he can't hold on a base runner and the game just stops, that you're sitting there like, this is bad. This is a bad product. So, yeah, in on the pitch clock, I, um, Trev, kind of what you were saying about it not being show, I, 
I need very specific locations for it because I also don't like my pitcher staring at it. If I've got a pitcher that I don't fully trust and he's looking over the catcher's shoulder and it's going five, four, three, two, one, like you're giving up, a, you're about to get rocked. I don't believe in you. So, um, well, they just have to be on the mound, though. They don't have to be like throw the ball by the time. They just have to be engaged on the rubber. So, like, it doesn't make them rush. And I guess the the early studies have have shown that the 15, 20 minutes of just lag time that MLB has claimed is the problem with baseball, and it's not. It does get get rid of a chunk of that. And hey, when we were watching the old baseball games, I mean, they get it and go, and you could feel it, and it Burley, felt better. Lance Lynn, all those pitchers are more fun to watch. I was laughing before, <laughs> thinking if the slightly bigger base does like feel bigger next to like the Altuve types. <laughs> It's gonna Maybe. be a bad Think about feeling. this though. How cool would it be if we did that and we implemented it? But then there was like you got like three show at bats a game where like these guys could take their time. So like if Judge is facing <laughs> whoever and you want to see this matchup, you're like, hey, timer you off. guys take your time because this is entertainment. Judge versus DeGrom, you're like, timer's off, boys. Like, do your freaking thing. I really think that there should be some thought put into that because if you if you're trying to emphasize entertainment and there's there are times that are more entertaining than others, like let's focus a spotlight on that a little bit. All right. Full blown timeouts, Trev. Is that where you're going? Tie game after the seventh inning. There's no timer anymore. Bam. Bam. Something like that. Within three. Yeah, I don't I don't mind this. And if this is low A and just groom pit groom pitchers to work faster. There was a there's a Japanese show. Someone on the wish I knew his name to shout him out on the baseball uh, Reddit. Translates a lot of Japanese, like baseball content into English, and it was the who was the dude that was on the Blue Jays? That was really funny. Oh, I am Japanese. Kawasaki. He was a shortstop. Right? Yeah, yeah. Him and Koji were doing the podcast, and they're asking, talking about their favorite baseball players. And he said Mark Burley, and he said he loved watching Mark Burley pitch. He said it was this big fat guy that pitched really fast and just threw fastballs <laughs> and. Yeah, he said, and got people out just with tempo. And uh, he said that Burley would use one of those um, shoulder strap belt things to like to hold up his gut, like to support mm-hmm. his belly, and then run sprints. And he asked him, like, Burley, like, what are you wearing? And he says, oh, well, you know, running's the best way to keep my heart rate up, but I'm fat, so it's bad for my knees if I don't wear this harness. And he was like, why do you need to get your heart rate up? And Burley said, do you see the speed at which I pitch? So maybe these minor league pitchers about to get their uh, their tempo and heart rate. Like, it's just like everyone's just going to be going quicker. That was a good story on whatever pod, Japanese podcast that was or show. I love that you're in deep like that. Yeah. Like you're, you're checking out Japanese baseball podcasts. Munanori Kawasaki. And he has one career major league home run against Mark Burley, a friend of Trevor Plouffe's. Hughes, a big boy of of Hughes's ilk, a Mike relief pit, a, a relief pitcher. Oh, I don't know, little fi- little Phillies juice. Mill one, huh? Tommy Hunter. Uh, Tommy, big game Hunter. Tommy, throwing those straight heaters up there. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> Hey, you know what? We could segue that Mark Burley conversation into this this step off. Step off. Step off. Step off. Yeah. Uh, high A pitchers will be required to disengage the rubber before attempting a pickoff throw. Violations will result in a block. 
So this one is basically just making a balk way more easier for anyone to identify and eliminating the Andy Pettit lefty pickoff move deception. This is huge. Big, big change. I'm all for it. I don't want to hear anyone argue about if it was a balk or if it wasn't balk. If you go watch Andy Pettit's pickoffs from the 90s, they're like all balks. It's kind of like unfair that he didn't get called on those. So I don't, I'm, this will clear up a lot of confusion in baseball fandom. You can be the, the biggest diehard baseball fan and still have no idea. Like someone like will ask you like, Jimmy, you're a big baseball fan. Do you think that was a balk? And I'd be like, I don't know. I have no Except fucking idea. The umpires don't know either, dude. It's just a feel thing for them. But this is a huge story because of guys like Andy Pettit, because of guys like Mark Burley. I mean, what a huge advantage for a lefty to be able to have a move like that. From the day that I had any sort of voice on a big league team, in spring training, I I would go to the pitching coach and be like, why aren't all of our lefties working on their pickoff move every single day? It eliminates the run game completely. It shuts it down. You're going to keep guys from scoring position. Mark Burley did, was was and Andy Pettit. I mean, those are two of the best guys at it. You get a guy in first base, okay, who cares? He's not going to run. And if he does, I'm going to pick him off because I can hang. I can read it. So now we're getting rid of it. And now, I mean, going first move on a lefty, that's that's it's not even going first move on a lefty anymore. It's just going. It's awesome. Like I think that that advantage that they've held was such an advantage, and now it kind of evens the playing field. I'm 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 for this because. I like evening the playing field for everybody. And lefties had a huge advantage without it. And they're trying to just get more running, which I, I agree. The game needs more action, more, needs more hit and runs or stolen bases. It's it's desperate for that. So I'm going to go no on you guys, uh, mostly personal reasons here. A, I do like when sports have a little bit of a gray area. I the the football rule when the defense makes you fumble through the end zone and they get the rock. I'm all oh. for that. It's a little oh. weird. It's it's a it's a hail mary. Lefties and growing up with Andy Pettit and seeing when a lefty has a good move, it's such a neutralizer. And that's also where I know part of this is coming from. I mean, if lefties couldn't throw over to first, I'd still be in the show. I'd still be snagging second whenever I wanted it. And you go, you guys know an even deeper cut for me. I've been calling for a righty pickoff to third in a big game for so long now. Because Trev, you say they don't have the advantage. The righties have the advantage to third base. Well, the if risk see, there is much different. It, there's it, nobody holding the runner on, Jake. Run no up, stealing play. home. It's what are you sports. talking about? It's, it's competition. The risk Trev, there. you've never given a sign. Hey, tap the hat. I'm going to third. You get the third oh. out of the inning. Like that's. Sports. Oh man, that's the, the, not the risk analysis not, guy right there is like, I mean, if you fuck up, it's a run. Yeah, if you get and him out, you win the game. Uh, that's sports. Jake, lefties, the reason it's a big deal, it's not because a lefty has a good pickup move and picks you off when you're not stealing. I mean, that does happen, but it's not what it's for. It's guys taking off on going first move, and then they can just read it and throw the ball over. They don't have to go home. That's Trev, the I'm, biggest advantage. What do you think have. I was that trying to do on the base? base no one's taking pay. off stealing home, and then the guy reads it and picks over Everyone's third. taking these dumb leads off of thirds with these ridiculous shifts now, man. You run a play, you're out of an inning. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I love this rule. I Those lefties, you know I, I'm just not a big fan of pitchers in general. Yeah. This is just another one of those rules that always benefited them, and now we're about to to run up the score on them. 
Yeah. Not I, me I'm all, I'm all for clarity and no gray area. So, I mean, make a rule that everyone in the crowd can know, yeah, he didn't step off. That, that's illegal. And it leads to more stolen bases and more caught stealing and more action. I'm all for it. So I don't care about this one. Um, and even if it doesn't work out, even if they're like, you know what? We're not going to do it. I, I, I like that they're trying that one out. Throw it a third, boys. I mean, I did an interview with Jeff Nelson yesterday, and the Jeff Nelson Flex. pickoff move, that got uh, made illegal, like, what, five years ago? Fake to third, throw to first. Fake to third, throw to first. Because it never worked, and it was just boring. It's boring. Well, it's funny because the the rule was you can't deceive the runner. So then they changed that because a righty was deceiving the runner at first base, but then a lefty deceives the runner every single time he picks his leg up and picks to first. I don't know. It's just I'm happy with this. This, this also means there's no what do they what do they call that move when the pitcher does it to second base? Spaghetti? Do they call it spaghetti or something? I forget what they called it. The early bird. You know what I'm talking about? Rigetti. The same thing at second base. You get there, you pick your knee up, and you just yeah, I don't act like you're going home. I've never. Bird. That's called the whirly bird in my home. I don't know if that has a name. Some reason spaghetti came up in my mind. I'm just mad. Is it Rigetti? If no. that rule happens soon, I'm not going to be podcasting with you guys. I'm going to be in camp. I'm going to be Let's Greg Allen. Mags. Again, like all these have such little ripple effects like that, like stolen base. Um, Stolen bases will be valued, or like the ability to steal bases will be valued much more. We talk about the electronic strike zone. All these catchers getting on one knee and going from the ground up and stealing strikes. Sorry, learn learn a new slant. You got to hit now, or at least you got to work on your arm or something. You can't just steal strikes and, and be in the big leagues for 10 years. Yeah, and let's put, well, you put running the running game back into the game, and now catchers maybe can't worry about framing as much. They got to peg that dude no out frame. at second. Well, they won't have to if there's electronic strikes on these. Go out and catch and be ready to throw every single time, right? That's that's right. a more fun it's baseball for me. You're describing. I think C- so catchers too. ready to gun, players Cat- ready to run. That's C- more fun to watch. Catcher arm talent gets valued Ooh, through Drew the roof. is going to be in the show forever, ever, ever. Well, that leads us into the one that I think is the one where I was like, oh, that's wild. A pickoff limit. You only get three chances to pick the dude off. If you take the third chance to pick the runner off and you don't pick him off, it's a balk and the runner gets to advance anyway. So this is this one I I understand the goal. The goal is to have more stolen bases, more action on the base paths. I do think this gets them to that goal. It seems a little crazy. I'm I'm in on this one. I'm in. Like, why throwing over to first is ridiculous that there are zero rules on it. They could literally do that all day. They if do. Someone no, wanted, they can't, though, they can't though someone, because the crowd will boo you out of good, the stadium. Good. And, you and want, let, let me tell you something. That, that hurts the pitchers. They do not want to be booed. You know how fragile the egos are in a pitcher? Sure do. Every day. I don't know. I, how there's could you no like rules. This? How could you like there's this? No, no, I mean, rules. there's when a guy throws over 10 times and he's not even throwing with an intent to hold the, to like pick the guy off when they just lollipop it to first base because they're getting saving time for a reliever or because he's scared to pitch. Like, that sucks. 
I, I'm all for changing it, but I, I mean, I don't know. And now tie it in. It doesn't happen that often, though. Now, now tie in how I'm keeping the lefties they can throw over. You've got a lefty with a good pickoff move. You've got a speedster on first base. And I would tighten it up even more. You only get one chance at a base runner. So if you're, if you're a good base runner and you get back on that pickoff move, he can't throw over. I got a question for Game you. In, games within the game. That's what we like. I got a question for you. Yeah. This is a serious freaking question for both of you. Say they implement this or whatever. Where are they doing this at? The, like this low, one is in low, like low A. Low A, yeah. Put this one in independent ball first. No offense to my indie ball Whoa. guys. I love you. My brother was an indie ball guy. Wow. Chillicothe paint. No big deal. Um, Chilla coffee paint. Chilla coffee paint. Yeah. yeah. Chili coffee it's paint. Horse. It's a horse. Oh, okay. That's a horse, Jake. Chilla coffee paint. Anyways, think about this. Just, just, just get into the zone, okay? Picture picks over once. Boom, safe. He's like, dang, I could pick this guy off. He's trying to steal. Boom, picks over again. Now it's two times. No one in their right mind is ever going to pick over the third time. No. Ever. Okay. It'd be pimp so, if they did, though. <laughs> so, so think about this. What are runners going to be doing? They're going to get into like sprint stances at first base. Good. And get, they're going to get off 12, 15 feet. Get picked off. It's going to be. They're not going to get off that. that they're, they're not going to get off that much because they, they, they the pitcher can still just throw it to first base, go into a rundown or whatever. I, I kind of like the idea of, all right. Hey, he's picked off twice. You know, you know, it's always cool when they put in the pinch runner and you're like, dude, he's going. Like, get ready. It's catcher versus runner right now. Exactly what's gonna happen. That's a really fun feeling in a baseball game, and they're trying to make that happen more. So I don't hate it. I just this is the one where I think, uh, whatever. You'd have to get the rules right. It is it is very tricky. But man, how many times you see it got that speedster comes in, it should be the most exciting moment in the game, and instead you get five throws over to first. Now you've got the the hitters bored. The fans are bored. It's it's not good for the game. Fans love to boo something though, so you're taking that away from the fans too. And don't tell me you guys aren't at the stadium being like, boo. I know you are, Jake. I know you yeah, are. Yeah, because I don't want them throwing over to first anymore. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> it is. Really- I just like I think about like real game application of this. It sounds good on paper, whatever. But like to me, thinking about like that two times. Picking off now. What is a pitcher gonna do that and then pit, and then pitch out? Dude, on I the fucking so, love so it, man. Be careful. So so be now, careful with your throws to first. Like that's the whole thing, dude. Trev, na- so Trev, dumb. now now you got two pickoff attempts. He's been saved twice. Now the whole stadium knows this batter's running. Do you put the hit and run on? Does the defense in motion? Pitch is out, it is man. it have to be a fastball only because the guy's gonna steal? But then the fastball for the hit and run makes it. You're like, I kind of like where that's going. Maybe and maybe game, part you know, of the changes everything. Maybe it does. That's where I, that's where I, 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 it's too much forced. That moment, like that yeah. moment's cool. So yeah. I, this is the one where I'm the most like I have no idea. It seems a little nuts, but you just you'd have to get the rules right. So I you got to mess around with it. So we'll go to the indie league. We can't ruin Trev's low A baseball, but bunch of eighteen. I mean, they already took around. away a bunch of lo, like low level minor leagues. Yeah. There's only four leagues now. Like yeah, just you were in favor of that. This. You rooted for that. I was in favor. I'm just saying you don't have to make it a, a laboratory so for I, Manfred's like whacked out tests. Like, hey, like 
these guys are trying to develop into big leaguers. Like if they they need to play a game their certain way, all of a sudden you're going to change it year to year. One, I, you know what? You know what? The only, one year you have one set of rules, double A, another set of rules. You know, it's strange. The only one I agree with you there is I think the electric strike zone should stay in the independent league. Isn't that why they have the Atlantic League to? Yeah, it's supposed to be their science to league. Do this. It's supposed to be their science league. I don't know what happened to it though. Shout um, out indie ball guys. I don't want to seem like I'm coming off on indie ball guys. I'm not. Okay. He's not. I think that I think that's all of them uh, besides the shift. So let's get into that. In oh, you know what? The Before shift conver- shift conversation is talk brought to you by DraftKings. March biggest March's biggest tournament is finally here. The Masters. Nope. Nope. March Madness. We don't know who will be cutting down the nets and at the at the end, but we do know there will be no shortage of madness. You can turn $4 into $256 if you bet on Iona to beat those bums from Alabama. That's not that's not what it says. That's what the ad copy here says. That's not what the ad copy says. It yeah, says you, underdogs. No, you don't have to choose Iona. Um, you know, my dad got a text today from a buddy. Said, hammer Iona to cover. Yeah, obviously. Ooh. Yes. Patino Ooh. season. Yes, Patino dripping sleeves. Who's, who's your dad's buddy? I mean, you know this. I'm gonna put it, I'll put it in. Why My not? dad's buddy, probably uh, one of his friends that went to Iona with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. So Iona just... alumni. No bias. <laughs> no bias. <laughs> I don't even know what this spread you always is. Bet with, you always bet with your heart. That's what they said. Listen, Iona was just won like four straight being, according to seeding, the underdog. So I won people a lot of money. Yeah. No idea if they're actually the underdog. But anyway, go to DraftKings, download the app, use, use promo code Jumbo when you do. And then choose any underdog, bet $4 on them, and if they cover or win, you will get $256. How about that? Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code. What's our promo code? This is not ours. John Boy. John Boy. John Boy. Oh, yeah. I forgot John that. Boy. Uh, when you sign up for to turn $4 into $256 if the underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset. That's code John Boy to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Nine-with-it. Snapping. Go, Iona. Let me see that grip. Is it the U Darvish grip? Yeah. It's the... This is the two Darvish. Oh my God! Who? I would light you up. Yeah, Trev. Yeah, <laughs> you better. <laughs> <laughs> Pumping fifty-eight over here. Oh Baseball. my! All right, the shift. I was in the airport and they were blaring the heat, even though it was already hot outside. So I was sweaty, gross in the airport, fighting with people on Twitter about the shift. So let's do it again. Kick it to Trev, man. Trev was running hot on the interstate too. Both you guys. I was in deep with like a lot of people. Um, in Double A, teams will require be, teams will be required to position four players in the infield. Each player must have both feet in front of the outer boundary of the infield dirt. So, no one infielders have to start on the dirt. In the second half of the season, MLB may also require that teams keep two infielders on each side of second base, though that is not a requirement at the outset. So they're implementing, they're banning the shift uh, in double A. I'm very excited to see the results of this. It's going to be much more fun baseball. I was getting so frustrated with baseball fans um, 
for being so anti this or at least testing it out. Like, you know, the DH, for everyone saying, like, don't ruin the game. The game hasn't changed in years. Yeah, it has. They implemented the DH in, what, the 70s? In the 60s, they moved the mound back to make it harder for pitchers. Like, these are big changes that, that have been made. We haven't made any big changes in, like, 60 years. And the the talent and skill set is so much different. And I'll kick it to you, Trev, um, because like you're going to have more to say on this. But the biggest thing you have, the biggest thing that people say is, like, the game should correct itself. Guys should just hit the other way. Well, we're like 15 years deep into this and players are actively telling you, I'm not going to hit it the other way. I'm just going to try and hit it in the air over the shift because that's what the numbers tell me I should do. Trying to hit it over the shift is better for my team than hitting it on the ground and a single the other way. So if we're we just going to wait another 15 years until like at this point you gave players 15 years to adapt and change and correct itself. And players said, we have no interest in that. We're just going to keep doing it this way. So now it's the league's time to be like, all right, cool. You beat us. You outplayed the game, but it's a worse product for our audience. So we're going to shift it up a little bit. Great job on the defensive strategy. You kind of made the game boring though. So we're nixing that. That's my thought. Yeah, and there's just a million ways, at least my mind goes on this, because initially I was in the camp of let defenses do whatever they want. Like, you have the data, you need to use it. Like, why wouldn't you use it? But I agree with you, Jim. I think just the outcome of using the data like that has made the game less fun to watch. For sure. what's weird is people are correct when they say if you just – tried to go the other way or bunted or something like the shifts would would correct themselves they are correct about that now for some guys like david ortiz could bunt all day they would not they but they would they wouldn't change everything but they would change it slightly so like whoever's on the left side of the infield now would would end up coming in more and to defend against it a little bit or at least to show it so they would change a little bit i agree with you a guy like david ortiz he's kind of like the no-brainer, but the guy that's getting shifted be- just because his, you know, his 300 plate appearance spray chart says to get shifted. If he starts to show bunt or go the other way, they will take that shift away. And and even though, and this is the weird part is, even though the defense's data says we don't care about a base hit, like they're trying to prevent extra base hits, and then they're trying to put themselves where you hit the ball most, but for some reason, and I don't know if this is like an on-field thing versus like a computer thing, like a data thing, if you even show bunt, there's going to be someone on the top step being like, like third baseman, like come in, like at least show them something. They don't want to give it away for free, even though the data says, go ahead, you can take your base hit because it's hard to string together three base hits to score that run. So it's a weird thing for me. I was on that camp of no don't tell a defense what to do. Like, this is the game. This is the game. And I swear, it was Bob Costas, man. When he came on and started talking about how we're not letting our athletes be athletes on defense. And then, you know, it's been kind of popular around the guys around the league are saying the same thing. Buster Posey said the same thing. He's talking about Brandon Crawford. Like, let Brandon Crawford be Brandon Crawford. Like, let him go get a ball. 
Bob was talking about specifically about the outfield, talking about letting those guys, instead of standing in place where like a guy hits the ball all the time, like let's have somebody go get that ball. Like that's fun for fans. And then, then, and then Lindor came out with something. So it's, it's a heavily debated topic right now, but I think if I'm just thinking about it as a, as a, a lover of the game, a lover of the game, I think the shift needs to be brought down dramatically. It needs to, we need to see our athletes being athletes on defense. I think that's the best case that you can make against uh, leaving the shift up or not. Yeah. And it's, you're right. I mean, Bob Costas brainwashed us all. I mean, literally, A, he was upside down on our screen and just having his voice in our ears was a weird form of hypnotism hypnotization i've never seen yeah man i it, so going back to what i said when i when i was referencing the pickoff rules and getting it right you got to you got to get these rules right and that's why they're demoing this stuff in the minors to see how it plays and that's why they left that addendum for the second half of the season and i i actually really like you got to have two guys on each side of the second base bag because, I mean, right, you know, a, a lot of the focus is on the lefties and kind of that teacup martini shift that's developed where guys are literally feeling, fielding singles in short right field, making the throw to first. And, you know, every big lefty power hitter has felt it for the last 10 years or so. Uh, the righties are getting shifted on, too. Um, you know, I, we reference the Yanks a lot because that's kind of what we built all this on. But you look at Judge and Stanton. There's four guys standing on the infield. Three of them are just covering the whole left side. Like, protect the righties, too. So I'm I'm interested to see how this goes. I want guys on each side of the bag. And you talked about where Bob brainwashed you. I'm in on the outfielders, too. I, I just yeah. don't know how you do it because in the, in the infield, you lay it out. The second base bag is the divider. Line guys wherever you want in the dirt. Knock yourselves out, and that can be your form of shifting. And there's a way to do it, and it'll, it'll be fun to see shortstops going up against the bag for the lefty and trying to get over there to make the play. There's another form of strategy there that you can still have defensive game plans while trying to do this. The outfielders, I just don't know what it is because... You literally ba- have to draw a line. A baseball field's beautiful, and I don't want more lines on the baseball you field. you got to draw. I love that's me. how they do it, Jake. I don't... I know. Yeah, it's crazy to about that but i there has to be a way to do it where the umpires can keep an eye on it and guys are kind of in zones because there i used to love when center fielders and left field right field they'd play shallow sometimes and they do this that and the other that's kind of gone from the game too i mean how many times do you see the outfielders just standing on the warning track especially so, when you can shift someone to shallow left or shallow exactly. right exactly so yeah. I, I don't know how to do the outfield that's the only part i'm missing right now but i love being on the dirt and I love having two guys on each side of the bag and figure me out a way to do the outfield. I just, I don't like the lines, baby. That green's so purdy, though. You could do like a little like light green. You wouldn't have to be a white line, right? A it could circle. be something different. I, be sweet. Defense is the most exciting part of baseball. And, you know, that ground ball up the middle, when it's a, a guy diving to stop it and then flipping it to the second baseman who's covering, like that's really exciting. When it's a guy standing right there. I, it's it's boring, and so many people continue to say, like, just have the hitters hit it the other way. Go listen to Ian Happ on the compound, and Ian Happ tell you 
that he's like, I could try to hit it the other way, and I'd probably get a single 80% of the time, but my coaches and our risk prevention coach who does all the data tells me it's more beneficial to try and hit a double 40% of the time than a single 80% of the time. So it's just off the table, and that's why the players are telling you, I could get that easy single. It's not the best part of my game, and it's not – and so – it's just frustrating because what are we going to do? Wait, watch 10 years of, of guys hitting singles and the shift not stopping and nothing really happening? Like, let's just get baseball highlights the best way we can. And even Lindor said, let me do me. Like, yes. put me on the starting block, and then I'll go fetch the ball, and that's more exciting. So I'm I'm all in favor, man. The shift fucking sucks. I and hate pitchers. it. You know, and someone else told me, like, how is this going to make more action? I said, well, you know that ball that gets hit? to shallow right field, that's an automatic single. Instead, it's caught, and we didn't see a, anyone move. Like, you saw the second baseman in shallow right and didn't even move an inch to catch it. Well, if that's a single, drops in front of the fielder, now you have a runner on first. Now you have a hit and run. Or now you have an outfielder having to field a ball and fucking gun the dude out at third. Or now you have a double play. Or now you have all, like, there's just so much more action besides taking all the athleticism away, guy just stands there, catches it, now there's no base runner, and you're just on to the next. Like, I think it's... I love, base, I love baseball, but it, for anyone new, like, that, like no new fans are coming to the product they have right now, really. It takes, like, someone like Tatis, and he's kind of once in a, one in a million. I mean, he's tagging up on fucking yeah. pop-ups to the infield. That's what these changes are trying to get more of. Action. Yeah, I was going to say the pitchers, you know, that are probably watching this and some of them are going to say, oh, you know, we want the defenses where they're going to hit the ball. Like, you're going to take that away from me. Those same guys, A, are either telling their coaches, I don't want the shift on. There's a ton of pitchers that are like, no, do not shift. Like, this is how I want. And if you're, if you have enough time, they will, I assume, the guys that at least I talked to, you know, they'll make some changes for you. But, you know, when those pitchers get a ground ball to shortstop where the shortstop usually is and the ball goes through, you know, they're all throwing their hands up like, I can't believe these shifts. You can't have it both ways. I also – But I do believe – I believe that this – I believe that letting – having zones for defenders, I think is – I think that's the way to go. Like a zone that you need to be in. Yeah. One of you two said this, and I full on this now. Get those cards out of the outfielder's hands. Oh, we're just baseball's a weird sport now. There's too much. Pitchers have them on. They went full analytics. They went. It, went, it, was, it, it was how can we get an advantage in any part of the sport? The way outfielder looking at a card and then like, I mean, we. My dad took a video of Cole Calhoun doing it because he would thought it was like so weird. He would look at the card and then he would pace like five steps and count them out and then put a divot in the ground yep. and then pace five steps back and then look at the card and then pace two steps back. I mean, what the hell is that? <laughs> that's not that's not like your athletic ability and it's your so athletic dumb. reaction time playing baseball. That's a dude on a computer playing the sport for you. It's like a simulated mm-hmm. game. Exactly. That's exactly what it is, Jim. So get those cards out of outfielders' hands. That's lame, too. And I'll say this for the, the baseball corrects himself people. I, I would have loved if there was a team out there that said, 
you know what? Let's go beat the shift every play, babe, and see what happens. I wish that team did it and we got to saw it, but guess what? Nobody's doing that. No one cares. That's not how guys get paid. That's not how anyone cares. So, yeah, it sucks. I get it. You know, ah, you know, ugh. You should. Ron Coomer used to be able to hit it the other way. Well, sorry, Uncle Ron's not in the league anymore. And Ron Coomer could only do that because guys' fastballs were 88. <laughs> now that's a good changeup in today's baseball. So Barely. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Shout out Ron Coomer, though. What's up, Ron? What up? Shout oh out Ron. And you know lot, I love me a Twins so, third base. Corey Kosky, the way he used to handle ooh. the stick. A lot of people were, like, fighting with me, saying the shift won't change the three true outcome baseball that we're in. Like, the shift isn't going to bring back the single. But in this Fangraphs article and a lot of other data, it, it, it suggests that it very much will. Yeah. The shift took away the single, not because of defensive reasons, because batters admittedly, Stop swinging for singles or, or trying to hit, hit balls it around. over the shift. Yeah. And they you can't sh- hit it through the shift. They shift in that lefty teacup, whatever you want to call it, because the ball goes there more. Yeah. I had a uh, guys are still I had a discussion. To hit. I had a discussion on Twitter about this and you know, I, I talked about how like, you know, ground balls are they've always been death, they're especially death now. So you now you have to try to put the ball in the air. And because of that, you know, the three true outcome uh, game is here. And this guy came and said, well, the shift isn't really doing that. You know, ground balls, uh, OPS of ground balls has been about the same for the last 20 years. So I said, yeah, I understand that. But, you know, like you said, Jim, guys aren't trying to hit line drives anymore. They're trying to hit the ball in the air over the shift. I mean, theoretically, there's still plenty of big leaguers that are trying to hit line drives. They're just trying to square the ball up. But what front offices want you to do is they want you to slug and how you slug is hit it in the air. Um, and he said that the overshifts that they are doing don't even the the data shows that they don't even really change the game. Like there, you are going to hit into a few more outs when you're shifting. So that's why teams do it just to get you know those few extra outs. Because why wouldn't you? Because you're always trying to find those little margins, right? And my response to the guy was saving out saving a few outs in a game already dominated by pitching seems like not enough of a reason to keep the shift for me. Like, if you're looking at it as someone that wants to grow the game of baseball, the shift then has to go. If you're eliminating these awesome defensive highlights to save a few outs in a game, I just don't think that's enough overall to have that stay. Like, we need the the game to grow. We need highlights. That's what people want to see now. They want those 10-second, 20-second highlights on their phone. And defensively, like we always talk about, those are the best highlights. That's how you see an, an athlete move in our game. Yeah. So I just don't think what teams are getting is enough to keep yeah. it going. And the the StatCast data was that the whiff, whiff rates were higher uh, for batters that had an extreme shift than batters that were played straight up. Because they're just trying to hit it over the shift. They're swinging harder, which leads more to the three true outcomes. So we'll see how it goes in double A. I'm excited. To, uh, I'm not going to watch any double A games. But I'm excited to hear about it, at least. I think we'll get are, there. Are you guys ever sick of hearing that Ted Williams got shifted? Like, that's all anybody ever says. I'm I like, mean, okay. they say the same three lines, people that. It's really hard to listen to all of them. Sorry. The professional athletes just hit it the other way. Well, they've come out and they've said that they're not going to do that. So now it's up to the game. Pay you to do that either. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right. DJ had to scratch uh, and claw to get, you know, his 90 mil by going six years. If he was uh, a masher with a lower average and a higher slug, he probably could have got that money easier. People pay for home runs. Interesting. That's all. So, so we're we're all like we're all against it, huh? I I am very surprised at how much in the last three years I've I've started to really hate that that aspect of baseball. I didn't think I would be here. I was you know five years ago, I was the other side strategy. of this argument, and I was like, oh, strategy, you know, blah blah. But now, like, I I really hate when the outfielders look at those cards. I'm like, that's not athleticism. And you know the fact is, that you dude? could like they just take any any player and they're like, yes, yeah, stand there in the infield. We can guarantee that you don't need to use your range because of the science. Like that's not athleticism. We want to see these dudes react and make crazy plays, not go, uh, you know, smalls out there and just put their hand up and pray. We've talked about this on the show too. It's cute when one or two teams is doing it. When the Rays are doing something or the A's, like it's cute. Oh, that's awesome. They're thinking differently. But when every team is doing it, it's not cute anymore. And and like when we were at the World Series, I'm just remembering this, and you could see the whole field. We were sitting in right field. Don't you remember we, like when Turner would run from third to short right field just because oh. there was two strikes on him now, and then he'd run back? Jake and I are oh. sitting there like, what is this? Yeah. Like this isn't no. exciting or like – this doesn't serve the fans. And and that's I, I think that goes to the point more. Think about what you just said. The A's or Rays are these teams that were have been viewed as the innovators for years. Those teams didn't try to beat the shift because that ain't how it works. So it's uh it it's just it's not gonna change and the defensive highlights, the the defensive prowess, like think about any sport you watch. You have football players that are good at different things. You have linebackers that can rush the passer. You can have guys that can cover. Like it, that's fun. That turns into team dynamics. Like I, I think today the Reds were trying Eugenio Suarez at shortstop. Which hey, Eugenio, if you can go pick it, dog, prove me wrong. But I think you're a power hitting fifty homer type third baseman type when you're right. And you know, I, I think. I do appreciate the Reds not being shy. Like, they got Moose to play second base, and everyone was like, all right, Moose, let's see it. And he's actually been solid over there. But, you know, give Moose us... Moose is always a sneaky good defender, though. He's sexy, like, he too. always a sneaky good defender. That's the biggest thing for me. But um, give me guys that can can do it all or have their specialties, and, like, let's let's appreciate it. I appreciate it. Hey, if you're it. a young catcher... Change your game. Like Stop that's kind of my framing. takeaway from all this. Like think about the changes of what's valuable. Like it's gonna it's gonna change. Catchers, work on your throwing arm. Get out of your you can't be on one knee anymore. Get yeah, up off your butt and be ready to throw everything. It's kind of funny because the Yankees first round pick, Austin Wells, he's like they're putting him through the the training right now to retool how he how he catches with the one knee on the ground for framing. And I almost want to DM and be like, dude, by the time you make it, like framing might not be even part of the game. Like maybe it let him maybe be. maybe let him know like this doesn't matter. That's the craziest thing is these organizations, they know that this is coming and framing is gonna be nothing, and they're still doing it. And it looks oh man, that's gonna be really funny. Can't fool a computer. People ever shift on oh, you, Trev? Did you try. ever did you ever look up and a team shifted and you were like, wait, why the fuck are they doing that? I that's I was that's it's what always my a second baseman. 
second baseman up the middle. That was it. That's all they did? Yeah, that's basically what righties get. You get the second baseman right at the middle. I'll tell you who it affected the most I've ever seen. Like Of all the people I saw got shifted, the one that really, really affected was Joe Mauer. And I saw the Royals were like the first team to figure him out. Uh, they would bring Alex Gordon in like short, short left field and on the line. And all these balls that he used to spray over there, that used to be base hits, Gordon's all over them. And then they would uh, move the third baseman over to short and the shortstop would be behind second base. And all those base hits on the ground balls up the middle, gone. And that he was like one of the first guys that like they figured out how to play Joe Mauer. And, you know, Lord knows what he would have hit if that was going on all those years. Like, he's a, a batting title guy. Like, he probably wouldn't have won batting titles if they were shifting like that because he got so many of those hits down the line, up the middle. And as as the shift developed, I, you know, think about him, like Mark Teixeira, guys that you were taught if you got a fastball you could handle on the inside part of the plate and pull it through the first baseman and the second baseman. That was a hit. You know, it's it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks, and I think you saw a lot of guys, you know, Teixeira was like a 280 hitter, and then he came over and he was like a 225, 230 guy, which, Dude. you know, I I, I would love, and I, I wonder if fan graphs, and I'm sure a lot of people otherwise know out there that are in the analytics game, like, if the shifts, if they went full shift rules, like, which hitters would we just look at in a totally different light? Full shift, like, take it away? Yeah, like a lot of the rules we talked about. Two guys on a side in the infield, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm sure there's a couple big lefties. I'm sure there's a couple big righties. A couple guys on the Yankees. I always found it was the one up the middle. I mean, you learn mm. your entire life. Like, hit the ball back out yeah. the box. Like, that's a knock. Like, your swing is good when you're hitting the ball back up the middle. But then now you're like, but I'm out also. So. Yeah, they put a guy right there. Bring bring it's back crazy, man. bring back defense. Yes, constant defense. Go watch a game. Go. What was the one of the World Series we watched? Like the Twins. What year were the Twins won the World Series? 84? 88, 91, I think. So okay, there you go. That's even more recent than nineteen eighty four. Seven and ninety one. Go watch the style of baseball that was played back then. So much more fun. I love baseball now. I don't want it to come off like I'm just complaining about the current state of the sport. I, I just think it can get better. And more more fans will come, and younger kids will come to watch the highlights. But like you're saying, baseball just baseball people get so hot on baseball because America's pastime. Every rule has changes. The NBA changes their rules. The NBA, the NFL changes their rules. Like it happens. It's gonna be okay. It's to improve the sport. You still got people clamoring for pitchers to hit. Yeah. So like you just got to understand that half of the opinions you just got to throw out. Because anyone that's still like, I want my players to play two ways are so far past. Like, they're like 50 years out of progress and change that you can't even like, almost like, okay, you don't get a say. Yeah, because they, they're like, oh, we want to see managers make decisions. I don't want to see managers. Like, I want the players to decide the game. I don't want to see the stench of the front office out mm. there on the field. I love the it when they're like, you know, reading. just just make the pitchers learn how to hit. Okay, so you want mediocrity on both sides of the ball instead of special talent on both? I do think if we baseball just blew that one, I think athletes can be special and there could be crops of Otanis, but like we blew it. Like the ship sailed, so I'm fine with it. 
It's just too hard to special. You have to specialize in that when you get to that level. When guys are so good, and they just stop doing it. I I get it. I mean, do any football fans complain that the kicker also isn't a quarterback? I mean, one day kickers and punters will be the same guy to save positions. I'm on the record for that. So yes, but it like, is cool when guys can play. But can this quarterback like that, also play defense? We like, just, does any other sport have the nonsense that like some baseball fans have? Yeah, yeah. We just don't. We're just not in it. We're people, in people this, been man. watching pitchers hit for so long and just laying down bunts and automatic outs or swinging and missing. Putting and, their and, stupid and instead of being like, you know so what, I don't think this is going to work out. There's still people saying like, why don't they just learn how to hit? Because it's it's that easy. They just the sport just. Blew past it, and it's never coming back. Yeah. If I never have to see a pitcher put a button-up jacket on when he was running the bases ever again, mm. I will be happy. It is the worst look in all of sports, and I can't believe a pitcher would ever even say, Please, yeah, give me my code. Trev, I'm with you there. I think it's like kind of a fun, unique thing, but I can't imagine... That like pitchers did like pit, pitchers ever, yeah. did it in a way to like look at me. I'm special, yeah. but it came off so different. It came off like, yeah, dude, look at you. Yeah, you're special. You can't run the base. You can't run the base of a jacket on. But pitchers definitely thought they were flexing and being cool. But it was like the lamest flex and might maybe the lamest flex in professional sports was a a pitcher it's, getting to first base and be like, give me my jacket. I'm cold out here. Dontrell, incredible. Dontrell Willis, last 60 games, 101 at-bats, 307 batting average, 352, 877 OPS. Hell, yeah. some of those guys could have been special enough to do it. We blew past it because pitching is so valuable and so tough to okay, come by. Okay, give me by. his career line now. They don't tell him. Uh, hit 244. Probably better than I did. Oh, no. No. Trav. Close. What's your career batting average? I honestly, I don't know. It's two forty something. So hopefully, I'm just like a little bit above it. BBD, your favorite baseball reference page. Yeah, two forty-two. Oh, oh, he hit better than me. You had a higher OPS, Trev. Thank you. Singles aren't a thing in your in your day. They get no, paid for not. that. Singles were not. I didn't. I, they didn't want me on first base. I clogged the bases. Hundred fifty-five career doubles. Mm, different. Hmm. That's all. That's all we got. Four triples in 2015, Trev. Four triples, Trev? What's up with that? I don't know. Honestly, there were times before I like really realized how important OPS was, I'd rather have a double than a triple because you pad that stat line instead of mm -hmm. like kind of spreading the numbers out. I was adding I like to one column. I like that. But then it's really stupid to do that because you're leaving a base out there. Do you ever come close to getting the cycle? You know, I think I had a game where I had like, I didn't have a single. I might have had four hits, all extra base, and, and I didn't have a single. Oh, so that's thing. better. So you're just saying, yeah, I did one thing better. I mean, I having know. four hits and having them all be extra base hits is Maybe better that than for the cycle. That could have been a fever dream as well, so I wouldn't give him credit for that yet. We'll have to look we'll at it. We'll have our R&D department look into it. I, I could have dreamed that, seriously. <laughs> I get it, man. <laughs> All right, that's all. Any last words? Love. Love? Okay. Sequence out today. Oh, what's the, what's the sequence on? 
Uh, I did my first homer. Dan has this whole list of things about my career that he wants me to do. So I did my first homer, kind of a cool story. Uh, and then I have one coming out. So it's a good one. Go watch it. And then on Thursday, I think it's, it's, I think I have the best episode of sequence yet. Wow. In my opinion. And Jake's top 10 third baseman came out. How much heat Sex. did you, how much oh, heat did you get for that? Don't get Trev started. Oh, we, we already had a discussion. Trev not happy with Gio Urshela on the list. Oh, you just haven't looked at his numbers? <laughs> well, Chris Bryant, Chris Bryant's off the list. Your shell is on the list. I did look at the numbers, and Jake is using a one-season sample size. So Two seasons. Uh, One's a half season. Third base is I'll hard. The, Third base is hard. I'll show you the two-season sample size. It's not favorable to Gio. It is, though. It is. it is. But don't make me a Geo hater. This is what I don't freaking like about hey, this. Man. I like Geo. Now you're making me talk. Did you get any? What was some other crap you got? Honestly, the lists have been getting really well received, which I'm, I think the most angry response was Colton Wong wasn't on the top 2B list. And that's kind of fair. Like, I'm a big Colton Wong fan. It got tight there. But I mean, third you base is a mess. combined two third basemen so you could put Geo or Shella. No, there's two after Geo. Because Devers and Suarez are both crazy hitters. But another time. Another time. Okay. My my worst third baseman was like the rude one, right? Yeah. yeah young and young. One, yeah. Felt bad about it, but what are you going to do? Three for three. Errors. <laughs> Tough times. Uh, my dad overheard me listening to it, and he said, that that can't be true. I, like I, I, I watched him do the research on it. I think someone so. tweeted at us that like he's... He's not playing third base anymore. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I think <laughs> it makes he played, sense. I mean, yeah. yeah, that it was. It was all throwing errors. Go D backs. D backs up. What are they doing? Uh, Tre- <laughs> Trevor opened up an episode talking about the Diamondbacks. Yeah, but that's the Little League team he's coaching. <laughs> so someone got really excited. D backs fan. I I I got D backs fans real mad at us with the TPP. Oh. Do you think it's the part where you said couldn't name a player on the team? Yeah, but that. and then and then like we we got like we got like one star review from a Diamondbacks fan that was oh. like the Diamondbacks hate was unreal. But I wasn't giving wow. hate. I was just saying I I the whole time you're saying I'm wrong yeah. for this. I, I know nothing about you guys. I'm gonna actively try for like a little bit. Huge. They just never come up anywhere. Huge. Is Baumgartner pitching? He pitched really well. He's pitching well in spring training? Yeah. That's exciting. Jake sucks. My Diamondbacks are one and two. It's not a great start to the season.